This A's Cast download is brought to you by Link Soul. Go to linksoul.com and by Nest Bedding. Love where you sleep. Go to nestbedding.com. From former A's outfielder. Here comes Katze. Here comes the relay. The slide. He's in there. Inside the park. Home run. Mark Katze. To A's manager. It's time for the manager show with Mark Katze. Presented by Nest Bedding. The A's skipper sits down with Chris Townsend exclusively on A's cast. Visit nestbedding.com today. Here's Chris Townsend. Time now for the Mark Kotze Show right here on A's Cast Live, brought to you by nestbedding.com and Nest Betting. Check out their location in the Bay Area, or you go online, nestbedding.com, for all your betting needs, your mattress, your pillows, your sheets. Go to nestbedding.com, the mattress that Mark Kotze and his family sleeps on. How are you? I'm well. I'm well. I appreciate you coming in, stopping in the office on a Friday afternoon. I'm sad. This is our last in-person Mark Kotze Show Next week, we'll be on the road. You'll be in Anaheim. So, you know, at the end of the season, no matter how the season has gone, really good, really bad, however, the, the last ones are always, you know, because you're going to go away from AceCast for a while. <laughs> yes. Um, you know, obviously, it's been fun. Um, these, these, you know, interviews are great. We get to talk about the team. We get to talk about, you know, the guys as individuals, um, you know, what they go through in a season. Uh, what they've learned from the season. I think we can touch on that today, that that room out there, uh, there's a lot of guys that haven't been through a 162-game season um, in their careers, and uh, they're, they're finding out how, how difficult that rigor is, uh, both physically and mentally. Yeah, I talked to Ryan Noda yesterday, and it was just a quick, brief thing. It wasn't on the air. It was off the air. And I just said, you know, this is you know becoming your guys' clubhouse now. And, you know, I hope you guys are – angry that you're losing that you get tired of it and he gave me oh yeah yeah next year we're going to be ready like they're fine so it's like the young guys just talk about that process of there's nothing wrong with young guys getting their butt kicked we've all done it in life but you need to learn from doing that and I got a feeling that your young guys in that clubhouse are realizing we don't want to go through this anymore. yeah you know I mean there's a single quote up on the wall um that says champions aren't born they're built and you know that they can use defeat to learn more than what they would when things are easy. And, uh, you know, Ryan Noda was selected as the Catfish Hunter Award winner. And I know that all A's fans that are loyal to this, you know, organization understand what that means. I mean, Catfish Hunter not only was a great teammate, but the passion that he displayed on the field, um, you know, how he represented the organization and it's a pretty big honor for Ryan Noda to, to have been given that. It's voted on by his teammates and the staff members. Um, and uh, we presented to him yesterday. Um, it's a great accomplishment. It really is. He's, I think he's the first rookie this award's been given to uh, in 20 years. Well, and also think about it. He's a Rule 5 guy. A Rule 5 guy means you select him from another organization. You may or may not keep him. I mean, to have a Rule 5 guy win that award speaks volumes about Ryan Noda. Yeah, it does. It speaks volumes about Ryan Noda, and it, it speaks a lot about, you know, identifying a player outside of this organization that we could bring in um, with great values and, and you know, those those qualities that, that aren't always measured, right? The, uh, the EQ qualities that uh, go overlooked sometimes. All right, two pitchers I want to talk about. I think it's important that we got to see Boyle and Estes, and we'll see Boyle again pitch on Saturday. 
I know for me, the fact that we're going to be talking about them all, all offseason, that we actually got to see the guys, see what they look like, see what they have. From a manager standpoint, obviously you get reports, you get video, but to have them in your clubhouse, to talk to them, to manage them, to see them, how important was it for you to get a look at these two guys who could play a big part uh, in your rotation maybe next season? Yeah, no, I think it's been great. You know, um, Boyle's start, uh, you know, obviously we, we limited him in his innings. We took him out after the third inning. Um, we felt as if we wanted to build this kid's confidence. You know, he um, came with the reputation of not being able to throw strikes. You know, he was a 48% strike thrower. Uh, we saw something different, and we saw a lot that we can work with. The kid's got great mechanics. He's got a good arm stroke. Um, you know, I think that there's a point, um, you know, through his career in the minor leagues that, that he was trying to make the perfect pitch as opposed to just making the pitch. And so we've got a lot to work with with that kid. He's got explosive fastball. He's got two breaking balls. He's very confident as well. Uh, you ask him about, you know, a changeup. Are you having you thrown a changeup? Because I don't need one. Well, you might need one here. Okay. So, uh, and then, you, you know, you talk about Estes on the other end, uh, a strike thrower. Right. He got some swing and miss on his fastball in zone, which is a good sign. Plus, plus change up. Uh, great mound presence. And don't forget, he's, he's 21. So he's a lot younger than Boyle is. Uh, and his debut is made uh, alongside Tyler Soderstrom, who's also 21. And you don't see that in the big leagues very often. You know, a battery that uh, was, is 21 years old. Are you shocked? And I wasn't even going to go. I didn't plan on going this way, but I'm going to bring this up because you mentioned the 21-year-olds. We're seeing in baseball right now, whatever you make of war, it's it's a stat that's not perfect, obviously. But we're seeing with 25 and younger, 23 and younger, some of the highest overall wars for young players combined in the game than we've ever seen before. This game is going young. This game is going athletic. So as much as everybody loves their veteran guys and they love free agency, the game is going young. So when you I mean, so tell me how you feel about the young players because this is this is the trend and it's not changing. No, I think you know it is going younger. I do think that you know it takes time to develop young players, and when you're in that process, the word patience has to be present. Um, as you know, especially with a group that. You know, when you think about the Atlanta Braves and you think about the Oakland A's and, you know, you talk about the youth. I mean, those guys started at some point in the major leagues and have matured into the type of players that they are now. Um, you know, for the group that we have here, um, you know, there isn't a a true veteran player that's that you know, has had a eight to 10 year career that can provide that knowledge with them. We've got, you know, guys like Tony Kemp, guys like Aledmus Diaz, they've had six years, but they, you know, weren't everyday players. They weren't graduated, you know, from, from day one as rookies to free agent players that have signed big contracts that are, you know, meant to carry a team. So, um, you know, the game's gone younger. There's no doubt it's gotten more athletic with the rule changes, the, sh the limiting of the shifting and you know, the ability to steal bases. So I, I'm not surprised by the transition at all. You use the word patience, something a lot, a lot of us don't have. I mean, it's just a reality in life. Human beings, we're not real patient people. And having patience is really like a gift 
Some people call it a skill, a learned skill. Uh, I don't have it. You don't have it. So you use that word. How does Mark Kotze, I mean, I I don't see any dents in the walls or anything, but like, like, how do you, you're not a, I've known you a long time. You're not a patient, patient guy. So how does that work for you? Did you miss that one over there? I didn't see that one. Okay. Is it covered up? Oh, okay. Yeah, there's one. The, okay, there's uh, only one. There was the, the ejection the other night on the check swing that uh, was a full swing. Why didn't you go out to the first base coach and get your money? Well, because because I knew that there would be consequences if I went across the field that I probably didn't want to endure um, at this point in the season. Um, you know, Culpa and I go back, and that's why he was yelling my name and so loud. And Cots, I mean, you could hear it, yeah. I mean, we both have been in, in the league for 26 years, and we came in together. So I've got a great relationship with him, and he knew that he was protecting me at that point from going out there and, and getting my full money's worth, um, which would have been even more money's worth, if you know where I'm going. Yes. And, um, yeah, so at that point, I, I, kind of, uh, I kind of let, you know, Ron – help me in that situation. But, um, patience, you know, I, I, I would say I'm, I'm patient in, in certain things. Um, I understand, you know, the, the processes that, that we need to go through to get to be successful with this group. And, uh, you know, yet when there's mistakes that are made that, that we should have learned from, then I lose my patience. And I think that was one of them. The other last night on a cutoff and relay where Geloff's out of position, the ball goes by the second baseman and we look like, you know, we don't know what we're doing. And, and so that's when I lose my patience in games of that. Uh, when we make mistakes in game like that, that I know, you know, we have to be better than. I always think, why not go all Lou Pinella? Just pick up the bag, throw the bag, yell at the first base umpire. You ever thought about that? Just letting loose. I mean, Aaron Boone's probably the closest. Uh, that, We're that savages. To, so yeah. yeah. <laughs> you ever thought about that? It would be hilarious. You know, I think when you're that emotional at that time, and I know I've used some pretty bad language, it, it gets pretty loud and broadcasted, but um, yeah, no, I, I, I've never gone to the point where I want to, you know, bring a bat out and, or draw a line or get on the ground or yeah. Uh, going into spring training. I think it's a big deal. I talked to Scott Emerson about this and I want to get your take on it. I think JP Sears, cause you were known as a player that no matter what, no matter how bad your back was, no matter you wanted to play the best ability is availability. You wanted to play no matter what JP Sears struggled in August I even had my own producer going, he needs to be shut down. I'm like, no, he needs to learn. And the way he's pitched in September, he gets to 30 starts. He's going to get more than 30 starts. I think he walks into spring training next year, and everybody in the organization is going to go, that guy got 30 starts. He went to the post. Even the minor leaguers are going to look at JPC. Tell me what that means, that you got a starting pitcher that said, you know what, every single time I wanted him, he was there for me. Or what does that mean for this organization? Yeah, no, I think you, you said it very well in terms of how he's going to be looked at and in, uh, going into spring training with the, the younger guys. Um, you know, some of the guys that'll be in camp with us that, um, you know, maybe thinking that they can have an opportunity to make this roster and, and impact it. But for JP, not only did he, you know, make 30 starts and 30 plus starts um, going forward, but uh, that says a lot about his character, his durability. Um, and like you said, it, it shows his teammates said, Hey, I'm here. I'm going to post. And, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to go out and, and, uh, and, you know, make every start I can um, and finish the season and be prepared for next year. Going on the offensive note, Brent Rooker hit his 28th home run. 
A lot of home runs, not a lot of RBIs to go with that, a lot of strikeouts. It's an interesting year to look at. How do you evaluate Brent Rooker's year? Because let's even though he's 28, this is his first real full big league season. It's funny you bring that up. I talked about it yesterday with the staff in terms of just how we evaluate this because, as you said, it's his first full season. We can go speak about that with a lot of guys in that room. You know, Estuary Ruiz is another player. It's his first full season. Like, um, the adjustments that need to be made that we feel like can, you know, help him be more of an impact player, help him drive the baseball. Um, I think we've we started discussing that. And uh, But for Rook, you know, 28 homers, uh, exceptional year. Like you said, you know, he's struggling with runners in scoring position, which can, I think, be improved. Um, you know, a lot of people say runners in scoring position are a product of just, you know, where guys are. And um, I don't buy really, it. It's not really yeah, a learned trait or a learned skill. Is that right? how you but felt as an offensive player? It's not necessarily how I feel, <laughs> but, um, you know, uh, it's an area that we need to prove in, not just Rook, but but as a group, as a club. They, these kids need to understand what it means and how to do it and uh, how to be successful at it. So when you're sitting around at the house, it's Fridays, it's October, it's November. Are you going to be like looking at your phone going, where are the A's cast live guys? Are you going to be thinking about it? <laughs> well, October, I'll be watching baseball. Um, you know, watching these playoff teams and, and working on, you know, next year and the preparation that goes into uh, going into spring training with, with goals, with ideals and, uh, you know, structure built from, you know, obviously what we've done here and what I know we need to improve on. And we'll get more into that next week, next Friday in Anaheim. Thanks for everything. We'll do our final goodbyes on Friday, but uh, finish up strong. All right. Thanks, Tom. The Mark Kotze Show brought to you by Nest Betting. Check out their location in the Bay Area. Or you go online, nestbedding.com for your bed, the mattress, the pillows, the sheets, everything, nestbedding.com. This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics.